0: I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Samantha Sherris. And this is The Daily Signal Top News for Wednesday, March 22nd. Here are today's headlines. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis thinks he would beat President Joe Biden if he ran against him in 2024. The governor made the comments during an interview with Pierce Morgan, according to the Daily Signals reporting from Mary Margaret Olihan. DeSantis definitively addressed 2024 when he told Morgan, if I were to run, I'm running against Biden. DeSantis continued, ultimately, you know the guy I'm going to focus on is Biden because I think he's failed the country. I think the country wants a change. I think they want a fresh start and a new direction. And so we'll be very vocal about that. DeSantis also said he thinks he would defeat Biden. The interview reportedly took place two hours after DeSantis slammed Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg for pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office against President Donald Trump during a Monday press conference. Morgan writes that he asked the governor about specific differences between DeSantis and Trump, To which DeSantis responded, well, I think there's a few things. The approach to COVID was different. I would have fired somebody like Anthony Fauci. I think he got way too big for his britches, and I think he did a lot of damage. We will make sure to include the link to the full story in today's show notes, and the full interview will air on Fox Nation this Thursday.
1: As of this recording, former President Donald Trump has not been indicted. Fox News is reporting that Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office has canceled the grand jury meeting that was scheduled to take place Wednesday as part of the investigation into former President Trump. Over the weekend, the former president predicted authorities would arrest him on Tuesday in connection to the Manhattan District Attorney's investigation, our colleagues Mary Margaret Olehan and Tyler O'Neill reported. As we previously reported, Stormy Daniels has claimed that she had an affair with Trump in 2016, and that she received $130,000 in hush money payments from the former president. Trump has denied that he had an affair with Daniels, who was formerly represented by a disgraced attorney, Michael Avenatti. The former president sued Daniels for defamation and a judge ultimately ordered that she pay him almost $300,000. Trump posted to Truth Social earlier today saying, every article I read, every show I watch, even the so-called haters say that President Trump did nothing wrong, There is no crime here, as Biden would say. No, I mean it. I'm not kidding. The crime would be
0: if I get charged. Newsmax is back on DirecTV after the two struck a new multi-year deal. You may remember that DirecTV dropped the conservative outlet back in January. Newsmax CEO Christopher Ruddy said in a statement, Newsmax recognizes and appreciates that DirecTV clearly supports diverse voices, Including conservative ones. Reddy added As a standalone company, DirecTV helped give Newsmax its start nearly a decade ago, as it continues to do with upcoming news networks, which is why we are pleased to reach a mutually beneficial agreement that will deliver our network to DirecTV, DirecTV Stream, and Uverse customers over the next several years. Republican Senator Ted Cruz applauded the decision, saying having Newsmax back on the air is a victory for free speech over powerful corporations that want to put their thumbs on the scale of the national conversation. This outcome speaks to the power of citizens and their elected representatives working to stop viewpoint discrimination. DirecTV told The Hill that it made it clear to Newsmax that we wanted to continue to offer the network. But ultimately, the network's demands for rate increases would have led to significantly higher costs that we would have to pass on to our broad customer base.
1: The CEO of Moderna, Stefan Bonsell, testified before the Senate earlier today. Reuters reports that Bonsell was called to testify after the company flagged plans to raise the vaccine's price to as much as $130 per dose. Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont is the chairman of the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee. Let's take a listen to some of his questions for Ben via the recounts Twitter.
0: The United States government helped you develop that vaccine. It is a huge consumer. Are you prepared to substantially charge less for the vaccine to the United States government and our agencies? Given the situation at hand, uh, Mr. Chairman, we have no idea of the volume that we need this year. We have very increased complexity. Yeah, you have complexity, but you have money for stock buybacks by the billions, and you guys became billionaires. That doesn't seem too complex to me.
1: Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky also questioned Bensel. Let's listen to part of his questioning via Town Hall. Moderna recently paid NIH $400 million. Do you believe it creates a conflict of interest for the government employees who are making money now off of the vaccine to also be dictating the policy about how many times we have to take the vaccine.
0: Good morning, Senator. Uh, Indeed, we recently made, before Christmas last year, a $400 million payment to the NIH for an old patent that they had developed, not related to COVID, but useful in the development of a COVID vaccine uh, to, to pay them for their work. Uh, it's for the U.S. government to assess how that money should be used. Do you think it used.
1: creates a conflict of interest for the same people deciding the policy of how often we have to take the vaccine to also be making money the more times we take the vaccine? Yes it, or no?
0: This is for the government to decide. Senator.
1: You have no opinion on whether or not
0: it creates a conflict of interest. Former Vice President Mike Pence called for common sense reforms to Social Security and Medicare during remarks to college students at Washington and Lee University. Pence told students on Tuesday that if we act in this moment with the support of this generation, we can introduce common sense reforms that will never touch anyone who's in retirement or anyone who will retire in the next 25 years. It'll just take courage to do it, and that's where your generation will come in. The former vice president suggested that young voters should be infuriated by the unwillingness of politicians to consider reforms to these areas. Pence said President Biden won't even discuss common sense reforms of Social Security and Medicare and too many leaders in my political party take the same position. If that frustrates you, good, it should, because it'll be your generation that's robbed of your dreams and opportunities. Pence also told reporters before the event, I cannot endorse voices in our party today that simply want to walk past the problems of national debt by pledging to never touch Social Security and Medicare. The truth is we've got candidates for president today that are saying the very same things that Joe Biden is saying. And that's just unacceptable. And so I'm going to continue to be a voice in my party for saying that there is a way for us to advance common sense and compassionate reforms to social security and Medicare that will put our nation back on a path towards fiscal solvency. The former vice president's remarks come amid speculation that he will soon announce a 2024 presidential campaign. Former president Donald Trump has of course already announced his campaign and many expect Florida governor Ron DeSantis to announce a campaign very soon as well. And that's gonna do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for joining us here on The Daily Signal's top news.
1: If you haven't got a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and the leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for The Daily Signal interview edition. I'll be sitting down with Randy Landrineau, president of U.S. Inventor, to further discuss the U.S. patent system and some of the challenge he and other U.S. inventors are facing today.
0: Also, make sure to take just a moment to subscribe to the Daily Signal wherever you like to listen to podcasts and help us to reach more listeners by taking a few minutes to leave a five star rating and review. We love seeing that feedback come in from you all.
1: Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning.
0: The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation.